Because you know I'm all about those books, about those books. Start reading. I'm all about those Hello books. Hello and welcome to SU Voice Box episode five. So it is the end of reading week at the moment, which means things are a little quiet. But that's just the calm before the storm because next week we're coming back and it's settling in week and we've got loads of exciting stuff coming up. So that's kind of what we're going to be talking about here today. So we've got a nice cozy little team in the SOAS Radio studio today. So I'm joined around the table by two lovely people, one of whom you've met before here on SU Voice Box and one of whom you haven't, but who's very important behind the scenes. So we're really lucky to have both of them. First up, let's hear from (laughs) one that you've definitely met before. Hi, it's Nisha, your co-president of Democracy and Education. And now let's hear from a new voice, but not a new presence. <laughs> Hi, I'm uh, Frederick. I'm the assistant station manager here at SOS Radio, and I'm very happy to be on SU Voice Box. Thank you, Fred. We're very happy to have you here. So, like I said, there's lots of stuff coming up in the next few weeks, lots of things to look out for and to mark in your diaries and to, yeah, get excited about. So we're going to be hearing a little bit about those things from Nisha. And then we're also going to hear from Fred a bit more about SOAS Radio and all the amazing things that are going on here, all the cool shows that we have that you can listen to online, all the cool things that you can sign up to to kind of learn more about how to be part of the radio and different trainings that you can do. Before we get into that, let's hear from Nisha about some of the things that are coming up. So as always, there's heaps of things happening in the Students' Union, but I think I'm just going to go over a couple of the highlights. Next week, so from the 13th to the 17th of November, is going to be Settling In Week. This is something that one of the co-presidents, Dimitri, thought about with student advice and well-being as a way of helping people settle into their life in London, settle into their studies, and also kind of recover from deadline stress, which a lot of you are probably experiencing at the moment. Um, We're going to be doing a lot of different kinds of events mostly sort of aimed at well-being and welfare um so student advice and well-being are going to be doing things like mindfulness sessions we're also going to be doing some essay help sessions hosted by the academic affairs offices in the students union as well as just a lot of other kind of chill things like radical crafternoons uh, hummus and chill evening with palsock and in addition during that week we're going to be having the union general meeting which is something that happens usually a couple of times a term the last one was pretty cool had a great turnout passed some very exciting motions um, my favorite one was the free education one which also leads me on to another thing that's happening next week this is a great segue <laughs> Um, which is the free education demo. The National Free Education Demo is something that happens usually once a year in November. Um, This year it's being organized by the National Campaign Against Fees and Cuts, also known as NACAFCA. They kind of an activist group that's based across the country, but the demo is just going to be happening in London this year, I think. We're going to be sending a block to the demo with the Samba Band meeting on the steps this Wednesday, the 15th of November at 12.45 p.m. And we're going to go through the streets of central London and demanding free education and kind of, yeah, just making our voices heard in some fun way. Another thing that's happening is after settling in week, there's going to be the community week of action. This is a way of all the different campaigns at SOAS to kind of come together and hosted a number of different kinds of events. There's going to be teach-ins, there's going to be a demonstration, there's going to be a campaigns fair. It's about getting to know the campaigns on campus, getting involved if you haven't had the opportunity to do so already. And yeah, learning about activism at SOAS, which is a really, really special thing here. So I think I've covered everything. 
Cool. Thanks so much, Nisha. Yeah. Also, in terms of Community Week of Action, if you want to get involved or learn anything more about it, you can contact the campaigns officers of the students' union. So that's Max and Darian. Uh, so you can email them at um, campaigns at soas.ac.uk. And a schedule for that will be coming out very shortly. So keep your eyes peeled for that. The other thing that I wanted to mention is in relation to the UGM, which Nisha talked about, which is happening on Thursday, that's going to be taking place in the JCR. So that's going to be 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Thursday, 16th of November in the JCR. Come along to that to hear about and kind of vote on the different motions that will decide SU policy, but also come along to that to kind of hear from the sabbatical officers as well as the part-time officers because they give reports at that every every time we have a UGM. So it's a really great opportunity to hear about what's going on and to kind of get a bit more involved in that. So in addition to all those incredible things, it's also currently Islamophobia Awareness Month. Uh, so definitely a good opportunity to check out a really great exhibition that there is downstairs in the hallway. So lots of really important information. And also keep your eyes peeled for any other events coming up in relation uh, to Islamophobia Awareness Month. So during Settling In Week on the Tuesday, there's going to be another secondhand bike sale. So that's the refurbished bike specialists are coming in uh, to sell lots of bikes. So if you're looking for a bike, that's definitely the place to do it. They'll be sold from 11 a.m. onwards next to the main steps. On Thursday, November 16th, there is going to be an action outside of City Hall to call on Sadiq Khan to fulfill his climate promises. So he made several pretty big promises within his manifesto when he was running to become mayor of London. And so far, he's not delivered on either of them. So there's going to be an action outside of City Hall from 8 a.m. onwards on Thursday, November 16th. So that's 8 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. So there'll definitely be some SOAS people there, including myself. Uh, so really hope to see you there because that's going to be a really important action, along with lots of other environmental groups from across London. One other thing I wanted to mention was that part-time officers of the Students' Union, seven of them have office hours that are times when they are available for you to come and speak to them directly if you prefer that over email. And so just wanted to do a little shout out for that just so that people know when they happen. There's a list of these times on the union website on soasunion.org slash democracy. And within that kind of drop down menu, one of the options is um, office hours drop in time. So you can check it out there or I can just tell you right now, I think it's three of the different positions have office hours. So one of them is the LGBTQ officer who's Tom, who's really great, and he has office hours every other Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., and that's all of these office hours take place in room 238. The other office hours are the, the women's officer, who's Fran, and her office hours are on Fridays from 11 till 12, also in room 238. And the other ones are the academic affairs officer. Uh, those officers are Hamish and Blanca, and their office hours are 11 a.m. to 12.30 on Mondays, and also 11.30 till 1 p.m. on Thursdays. So definitely check them out if you have any issues. Final thing that I wanted to mention was that um, you may or may not have noticed, but we've got a few new bins around SOAS at the moment. So these are bins, with many of which have kind of three different sections. So that's food waste, recyclable waste, and general waste. So we're just kind of trialing out this new system to see how people respond to them and if, if you like them. So I really encourage you to have a look out for them and to really respect the different sections of the bin. Uh, and if you have any ideas on them, how they could be improved or would like to get involved in helping to kind of roll them out more, please feel free to email me at hs61 at soas.ac.uk or also feel free to uh, kind of contact the SOAS environmental movement via the Facebook page, or you could email Anna Gretchen, who's the environment officer of SOAS Students' Union. 
Okay, so that's lots of different stuff. So now it would be really, really great to hear from Fred about SOAS Radio. Yes, yes, one, two, as we say on the radio. Uh, <laughs> one of the most common questions I get, actually, uh, from students, friends, uh, is how do you listen to SOAS Radio? I find this very surprising. Maybe it's because people have a preconception of a radio station. Uh, but SOAS Radio used to be on FM, but now we're broadcast online, live on Wednesdays. You can also listen to our speech content on SoundCloud, as well as our music shows uh, on MixCloud. So that's a really good starting point, maybe to familiarize yourself uh, with the station. I'll be talking about some of the new shows we have on offer shortly. Uh, but first, I'd just like to say that there are loads of opportunities to get involved. Um, we've now gone digital even further, not only with broadcasting, but with our trainings. And we offer two different trainings. Uh, a third is in the process by popular demand. So we offer an introduction to our studio on the fifth floor, room 545, where we teach you how to record um, podcasts, uh, whether it be music or speech. We'll teach you how to work uh, a mixer, how to set up microphones, and how to play music files. And then we also offer an editing training, which is how to edit the files you've then recorded in the studio. Um, Editing is really important. It is. <laughs> you can really get creative with editing as well. So that's quite fun. Some people come in just to edit. Some people do their shows. And the new training we have, we've trialed. It's been under prototype secret testing is DJ training, which is very sought after. So that will be up and running in a couple of weeks. Uh, so that's for people who have completed the studio and editing training. Mia and I, Mia is the station manager. We do a lot of the trainings, but our volunteers have also gotten involved uh, and done trainings. I trialed the DJ training. My colleagues, Polly and Julia, will also be doing DJ training. We're going to be offering different formats of DJing. But if you want to get involved, we always need help with social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Maybe give us some suggestions on how to facelift uh, our online presence. Also, on the Thursday, the 16th, we'll be doing a little social event upstairs. There'll be open decks. During the summer, received the remnants of the SOAS jukebox, which uh, are about a thousand seven-inch records that used to be housed in the jukebox uh, at SOAS. It's quite fun because it offers uh, a glimpse into the past uh, of what used to be played in the JCR. So we're all for bringing that back out. That will be upstairs in the JCR and downstairs. We'll have some DJs. If you'd like to get involved in DJ, either upstairs or downstairs, send us an email. This is also the same email for studio and editing bookings. It's info at soasradio.org or studio at soasradio.org. Hannah will send out emails. You can also find the link to the sign-up sheet on Google Docs on our website, soasradio.org. And I'd just like to give a big shout out because we've been very active. We have had a lot of new volunteers. There's a lot of new music shows on offer. We have Around the World in 80s Music released their first episode looking at Japan. Oh, I listened to that earlier today. It was really, really good. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, we also have Point of Departure, which focuses our jazz specialist show. It focuses on pianist Steve Kuhn. We have a new show uh, called Doing the Least, which looks at contemporary classical music from the perspective of two women of color. Really great stuff. And yeah, we have a lot of events. We're involved. If you would like discounted tickets to music shows, hopefully there's some music heads out there. Soundcrash Music have kindly given us a discount code, which is SOAS Radio 5. Uh, 
and some friends at the Jazz Cafe have also linked us up uh, with discounted student tickets. So if you're in our mailing list, you probably already know about that, hopefully, but otherwise send us an email. and We can add you to the list. Uh, we also have a show looking for an open call out, a speech show with two hosts that hope to be SOAS's agony aunts. So think of it uh, as a friendlier version of the old spotted at SOAS page, which is <laughs> long gone. But uh, so you can send in uh, questions queries if you're having some trouble at university or uh, just in your life you can uh, send an open call out uh, email us for more info about that we also have uh, oral history trainings uh, we partner with rainbow pilgrims which is an organization which is now working with roundhouse radio um, putting on an exhibition telling the story untold story of migrants lgbtq plus <laughs> <laughs> migrants yeah yeah, so uh, don't hesitate to get involved. We're also going to have a Christmas social, which is in the works. Uh, stop by our studio in room 545 anytime between 10 and 6 on weekdays uh, and say hi. Otherwise, shoot us an email if you're not on campus. Cool. Thank you so much, Fred, uh, and for all that you do here at SOAS Radio. So like Fred mentioned, he works with Mia, who's the radio manager, and Mia is one of the seven full-time staff of the SOAS Students' Union, which I think not many people know, <laughs> but now you do. So that's good. Cool. So seeing as it's the very end of reading week, which I'm sure most of you are very sad about, that would be fun if we could just chat a little bit about reading because reading's good. Um, so just wanted to kind of throw a question out to the table and just kind of see what the last book people read is. And um, also maybe what, what you're currently reading would be great for people at home to kind of hear what books are being read. Okay, uh, what did I recently read? I read Arundhati Roy's new book, which is called The Ministry of Utmost Happiness. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. The only thing is, okay, so I read Arundhati Roy's first book, which is The God of Small Things, when I was in school, and I had this amazing, amazing English teacher who, like, one of those, like, life-changing inspirational teachers, you know what I mean? And I kind of did this whole project on imperialism. It was my first sort of insight into that and understanding the ways in which imperialism worked in India and still manifested itself in kind of its politics. And so I, but also that book is just amazing in that it's not simply a really well-told political novel, but in how she captures the voice of these two 10-year-old kids and their perceptions of the world, which I think really, really harks back to something that will be familiar to anybody um, in how, even just in how she phrased things and how in the things that the like the children would notice, it was just, I, I really, really enjoyed it for that as well. Um, and this book was so, so different. So at first when I started reading, I was like, oh my God, she's lost it. What have you done, Arundhati Roy? <laughs> Don't do this anymore. Like, stop writing. You had a good success. Now it's not worth it. But actually this book is really, really wonderful for a lot of different reasons. And I think it's a lot more explicitly political in that it's looking at contemporary Indian politics um, and the rise of Modi and Hindu nationalism. It's also looking at gender identity politics in India. Um, and it also looks at Kashmir. So it does a lot in one book and it does cover a lot. But I think that she still kind of manages to make it seem super beautiful and all her character constructions are so wonderful and sick. And yeah, it was a good book. So I love that. Are you reading anything now? I'm reading a book by, I think it's Ali Smith called 
how to how to do both how to be both something like that i don't know do you guys know it which both <laughs> what are you trying to achieve which, which binary are we yeah, talking exactly. about here <laughs> okay let me <laughs> let me go back a little bit basically it's a really good book it's about like um a 14th century painter and like a girl living today who's i think she's about 15 and sort of they're connected kind of it's very odd but actually really really also well written and it's a lot lighter than the aaron dutty roy book so i'm enjoying like the brain break that i'm getting but yeah it's not it's not the most intellectual thing i've ever read that's cool if not every single thing we strive to do is <laughs> quote intellectual but um cool and how about fred let's hear from you so the last book I read uh, is called Love Saves the Day. It's a book by Tim Lawrence. He's a British scholar. And I'm a bit of a obsessive about New York's uh, uh, history of New York's club life. So it's really a comprehensive uh, history of disco or what came to be known as disco, looking at uh, the queer, gay and political roots or uh, maybe not s explicitly the political roots in the beginning, but the gay roots uh, of disco in the 70s. Um, so it charts uh, a kind of a 10-year period uh, in New York's history when dance music came, uh, the, or I guess underground dance music, became a s some sort of symbol for freedom uh, in New York's club life. It was really interesting. As a history student uh, and somebody who's interested in music, it ticked all my boxes basically i've been meaning <laughs> to read it for a very very long time and uh it's very inspirational in uh just reading about parties and <laughs> kind of made me sad because i don't think almost any parties have the potential to have that a political edge in today's landscape with the internet and social media i guess so it was really interesting and now i'm reading a book by William Dalrymple, I think, called City of Gents, which is also, or it's a personal history interwoven with the history of Delhi. So it's a bit of travel writing. I think he's a British travel writer, and it's just, I'm 100 pages in, and it's picked up now, so I'm really enjoying that. <laughs> what are you reading, Hannah? Oh, those all sound really good. She <laughs> um, just started reading a new book, so I feel like, but it's like just the beginning. Um, uh, and it's called Practical Ethics, and it's by Peter Singer. So I actually read this book in my second year of university, and it's really interesting to kind of, like, revisit it just to see, well, A, because I've forgotten most of it, but B, also to kind of, like, remember how I interpreted it the first time. And Peter Singer is kind of one of the, he's, like, a really big thinker within the animal liberation movement. Uh, and he's written another book called Animal Liberation, <laughs> which I'm going to read next, but I'm kind of starting with Practical Ethics because... Uh, the kind of it, it kind of situates animal liberation with, within like a larger context of like what ethics are. And so animals are kind of one of the chapters. But I'm reading that at the moment because actually today is my three month anniversary of being a vegan. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And veganism is actually a really important part of kind of my environmentalism in general. So it's something that I'm kind of really like delving into a bit more. Um, so that's interesting. But the book that I just finished reading was... Um, about Plato, but it's a graphic guide to Plato, um, <laughs> which was courtesy of Rani's bookstore. <laughs> uh, but I'm really into the graphic guides now. I feel like because for a while I've been just kind of just reading random stuff, it's a bit hard to like get super into kind of quite theoretical things. And so graphic guides just make it a lot more kind of digestible and 
Refrain. <laughs> so yeah, just thought I should read some Plato, who you know is really famous for a lot of things, but also is like pretty weird. Some of the stuff that he thought up is really, really weird. Um, <laughs> I won't go into it, but uh, yeah. And I also think that so many things are kind of credited to him, but he just happens to be one of the first people who wrote stuff down. So my guess is that actually there's loads of stuff that he that lots of debates that were happening at the time that had just never been written down before and so now they're just credited to him but I don't know if that's maybe yeah that's just me guessing so <laughs> I know it's like kind of a weird note to end on anyway so uh with that it's yeah it's the end of reading week now and that brings us to the end of episode five of SU voice box so just want to say a really big thank you to everyone here in the studio have a look out for all the things that we talked about um and we are going to say goodbye to you at the same time. So, one, two, three. Goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for having us. <laughs> because you know I'm all about those books, about those books. Start reading. I'm all about those books, about those books.